Hey there, friend. I'm Susan, and this is the Spark Chasers podcast, a series dedicated to the educational changemakers who embrace creativity, seek out challenges, and collaborate on solutions. This is a show for any educator looking to explore the creative side in the classroom, business, and life. So grab a cup of caffeine, your favorite flare pen, and let's chat about what's now and what could be next. Hey there, friend. Hope you're having a wonderful week. It's Susan Riley here for the Spark Chasers podcast. Now, what is the one thing most teachers dread more than anything else? I think it's the words new initiative. (laughs) More often than not, there's rolled eyes and inward groans, right? And not because teachers are afraid of change. I don't think teachers are really afraid of change. I think it's because teachers know that those two words typically mean that we are building the plane while flying it. (laughs) That there's not a sequential plan of action that also takes into account what's already happening in the school, right? Like, Um, You want to bring this new initiative in, but maybe I'm already doing something with it. Or maybe we tried this five years ago and it didn't work and you're a new administrator and you didn't know that, right? So um, this is is something that we face a lot. Um, It's something that I think holds us back, but there is a solution. I also find that this is a common barrier for arts integration and STEAM. Right. And the very best way that I have found to jump that hurdle is through what's called the CBAM model. And so today we're going to talk about how to use this CBAM model for learning readiness with adults. Right. So you could you can modify this with your students pretty easily. But we're going to look at this in terms of um, supporting each other as adults and knowing how to lead a change effort of some sort, whether you're leading an arts integration change effort, whether you're bringing steam into your school, whether you have been thrust into this leadership role of, of a team lead and want to know how do you, um, you've got this new initiative that's come down from the top and you need to know how to implement it with your uh, staff. The CBAM model is going to help you with that. This is part of our leadership series that we're doing here on the Spark Chasers podcast. And I promise you that even if you are not, don't consider yourself a leader or you're not currently a leader, these um, models, these supports are going to help you long term um, become and step into the leadership roles that you are totally going to be able to rock, you know, knock out of the park. Um So today's focus is all about CBAM. I'm a CBAM geek. I love this model. Um, I've used it every single time that I've worked on a change effort in a school. And every single time it has smoothed the path. Um, It doesn't make everything, you know, like rainbows and unicorns, although as much as we would love those, right? Um, But it does smooth the path a bit because it honors where people are and helps personalize their own learning, which is, we do that for students all the time, but we just somehow forget to do that with adults. So that's why I like this model so much. Now, I would encourage you to go to artsintegration.com forward slash spark chasers 
find this episode, episode 34. And when you click on it, there's going to be a great visual that you'll want to download because it has the, the CBAM steps and it has what it looks like. It has look fors and some ways to know when it's time to move through each of the steps. So I think that's going to be a really valuable resource for you. So again, go to artsintegration.com forward slash spark chasers episode 34, and you'll be able to download that. Now, CBAM is a model for understanding where your where your participants are at at any given point, right? So it's it's for you as an as a leader to know where are the people at on a continuum. It's a tremendously helpful tool because it provides you with information on what professional development your team needs, how to deliver that professional development effectively, and it provides opportunities to monitor teacher growth throughout a period of time. So you could use this for yourself. You can use it with teams. You can use it with a whole staff. CBAM is actually an acronym for Concerns Based Assessment Model. It is based on the idea that there are seven stages that people go through within the learning process. And again, this is why I think it's so easy to translate this for our students. So if you wanted to, you could certainly use this same model with your students to figure out where they are. Uh, The stages are awareness, information, personal, management, consequence, collaboration, and refocusing. And we're going to go through each of those here on this episode. Each stage has specific characteristics that when fully developed lead to the next stage of concern. So it is a continuum, right? It helps you to move from step to step. It's an assessment model because it is a way in which we can evaluate where we are in our progress towards mastering a new skill or program. So Again, I, I keep coming back to this, that we're going we're gonna to talk about this in terms of professional development. But for those of you who are interested in using this with your students, this is a great tool to layer with standards-based grading, right? So if your school has a standards-based grading model, you're going to want to take a look at CBAM as a way of introducing information because you'll know where students are in their journey of learning towards that standard. All right, now each stage um, can be broken down into three areas of focus, self, task, and impact. And there are usually three, um, two or three of the stages within each of these areas of focus. So for self, for example, there's four of those stages are in the self bucket, right? The self area of focus. Um, so we're going to, that's how we're going to break it down. We're going to go into the buckets of focus, self, task, and impact, and talk about the stages in the CBAM model. I'm going to encourage you one more time um, that at some point to go over to that Spark Chasers page and make sure you download this model because it's going to make so much more sense when you see it visually. All right, so let's talk about the self. These, the self stages include awareness, information, and personal, okay? Um, So when we think about those three stages, and if you think about CBAM as a continuum from left to right, the far left is awareness, information, personal, right? So awareness moves over to information, moves over to personal. Um, And these fall into ourselves, right? We're thinking about um, where we are and everything is focused for that person on themselves, right? Like how do I make sense of this new initiative? What's in it for me? All right. So awareness is when people either just 
are just now hearing about something for the first time, or they have never heard of the process. So in this stage, people don't think that they need to change and that what they are doing is just fine because they've never even heard of this. So let's use arts integration as an example. If you're going to introduce arts integration um, and people are in the awareness stage, maybe they've never even heard the term arts integration. And they're like, what? What is this? No, what I'm doing is a-okay. They are in the awareness stage. Information, that information stage is when people have been made aware of the new program and want to gather more knowledge about it. So in this stage, people want to know how this will relate or help themselves and how to get more information on a topic. So for our arts integration example, oh, I've heard of arts integration, but I don't know a whole lot about it. So teach me a little bit. Tell me what it is. Why should I care about this? What's in it for me or my students, right? The personal stage is when people want to know how this new topic or program will affect them. So this sounds like what does this even have to do with me? Or how much work will I have to do if I do this? Or how's this going to affect my job? Those are things you'll know when people are in the personal stage, when they start asking those kinds of questions. So those are the first three stages. And do you see how they build upon one another? How you move from awareness to information to personal, right? Hopefully that's making sense in your mind and you're seeing that kind of linearly uh, moving across this continuum. Um, and again, you can see how that is that focus is all on me, me as a learner, right? So that's why it falls into the self bucket or the self focus. Now we're going to move into the task bucket, that task focus. The task stage involves coaching on your part as the leader of the new program and providing your participants with the tools they need to use and be effective with the program. So by now, people, and when they move into the task bucket, now they are, they've been made aware of it. They have some basic information and they know how it affects them right? Now they're moving into, okay, how are we going to be effective with this? And what tools do I need? So within the task focus, there is the management stage and the consequence stage. So now we've moved beyond personal over to management. The management stage is where people need to know the exact steps that they need to follow and begin to ask questions on how they can implement something better. So you would hear questions like, how does all of this work together? And what are some techniques or strategies that I can use? That's how you'll know when people are at the management stage, when they start asking about techniques and strategies, because they have all that other previous information, and now they're ready to really focus on the task at hand. Once they've gotten through the management stage, then it moves to the consequence stage. This is when people are starting to see the results from their work. And in this stage, you'll either begin to see the consequences of getting behind on managing the change, or you'll begin to see the results from implementing the change. So in this stage, it's important to help your participants make judgments about the program and its implementation in order to foster development into the next stages. This is when your teachers um, or your, your teammates are going to start asking or thinking about, okay, um, now that I've implemented some arts integration lessons, let's take a look. How are my students reacting to this? Are they doing better? Where are some gaps that I'm seeing for myself or for my learners? What is, what's not working well, right? That's the consequence stage when you start to really look at the impact of what you're trying and figuring out what's working, what's not, right? Again, that's part of that task bucket. 
Now, once we've gotten through that, now it's over to the impact bucket. Now, during this final stage, right, participants have learned and implemented the program to the point where they become the leaders and begin to look for new ways to move the program forward. This is the time period where the next vision begins to take shape. So participants have moved from being all about me to being all about us. During the collaboration stage, you'll find participants want to work with others to accomplish more and move that program to the next level. And this is when it gets exciting because it's when the innovation and creativity truly begin to take hold of the program. So I like this stage usually happens in years two, three. Um, It takes at least a couple of years to get to this point where people have collectively have buy-in and are ready to look at this as a school or who who we are as a community and say, okay, we do this. Let's work on how do we do this better? How do we do this even more with our students, right? Um, So during the collaboration stage, um, you're working that of trying to accomplish more and move that program to the next level. Once you've done that and everybody's kind of collaborating, connecting with each other, Then you finally move into the refocusing stage. And this is when participants feel like they have done well with the change. They have evidence of success within their own classrooms and they want to tweak the program to make it better on their own. So you'll know that a teacher has reached this stage when you hear things like, I'm sure I know a better way to implement arts integration that with the method than with the method that we've been using. I want to use a combination of arts education, professional development and critical skills, professional development and take it beyond what we're already doing. So hearing comments like that can be a little scary, but it's actually a compliment to the program because teachers feel so at ease that they're willing to step up and try something different to enhance it for their students. This is when the focus has finally shifted towards how the program could best benefit students and not about the burden that the program will have on individual teachers, okay? So um, hopefully you can see, think about an initiative that your school is currently working on. I know a lot of schools are doing stuff with SEL right now. A lot are working with some social justice efforts. A lot are working with cultural responsiveness. Obviously, if you're listening to this show, you might be working on arts integration and STEAM. Think about in your school, one initiative. Think about yourself first. Start with that self. Where are you on that continuum? Are you in the awareness stage, the information stage, the personal stage, the management, the consequence, the collaboration, or the refocusing stage? Think about yourself first. Once you identify where you are on that initiative, where are some other teachers in your building? Because I know that you know right now somebody who is sitting way back on that awareness stage, right? And somebody else who's way over on that collaboration area or refocusing already, right? It's a continuum. And the the great part about CBAM as a leader is knowing that this happens um, for individuals over a certain period of time, that not everybody's going to fit into each bucket at the same time. Not everybody on your staff is going to be in awareness, or hardly anything, because you're just you're working with people. And even if you think it's a brand new initiative, I guarantee you somebody on your staff somewhere has already heard of this, and they are not going to be in the awareness bucket. So what's great about this is that if you use this model really well, you don't have to just try to have everybody in the same buckets and moving them all along at the same pace. People can come in where they are 
and then move based on their own personal backgrounds, right? CBAM can be used in any number of professional development ideas. Arts integration is one method where it fits particularly well because it can be used as a pre-assessment to see what teachers already know about arts integration and give you a good idea of how much work you're going to need in order to plan for and move the program along, right? During the arts integration process, it's also a great tool to use to monitor how teachers are using it, what further PD and support they need, and as a way to encourage them by providing them with others who are either in the same spot on the scale or have made it to the next step as mentors for moving forward. And then after arts integration has been your school for a while, the refocusing step provides you with an awesome opportunity to take the program to the next level and use it in conjunction with things like 21st century learning skills, PBL, social justice, and any other national initiatives that come along. It's super flexible as a model and can provide both the assessment of the program within a building and for the teachers themselves. So this model can be used by administrators and arts integration site leaders to monitor individual teacher growth by having them look at the scale and recognize where they are and where they would like to be and then developing a plan to get there. It gives teachers autonomy and such a great self-reflection tool to guide their own learning. Um, And so it's a powerful component for adult learning. And often we think that, you know, differentiation and all of that is is meant for students, but it's also meant for adults. Adults are self-directed and can motivate and learn for themselves, but it's still important for them to know where they are and how to move forward. Because if there's one thing that we know about humans is that we are we don't want to be stagnant. We constantly move forward. So we need a way to do that. And this model helps us with that. So I hope that this has been a, a, a helpful tool for you at the very least um, to think about no matter what initiative you're working on right now. If it's not arts integration in STEAM, but it's something else, you can still use this CBAM model to take a look at where the other people are in your building. If you're struggling with buy-in, which is often the thing that that really discourages us from moving efforts and initiatives forward is because it's a struggle to get buy-in. But this CBAM model really kind of helps you go around that issue because it allows people to be where they are and not feel judged for it, but instead honor that and allow them to decide how they're going to move forward and gives you a tool to help support that no matter where they are. So I hope this was helpful for you today. If you have questions or if you want to chat about this even further, make sure you go to sparkchaser or to artsintegration.com forward slash sparkchasers. Click on that chat with me button and just li- leave me a note, a text, a, a chat, whatever. And let me know how this model would work for you or questions that you have. And I will answer it in an upcoming show. All right, that's it for me today. Looking forward to being back with you again next week. Until then, keep chasing that spark of creativity because we are all better together. Well, check that off your list, my friends. You just finished another episode of the Spark Chasers podcast. If you want more, head over to artsintegration.com forward slash spark chasers for show notes, a space to tell me what you thought of today's show and links to what we talked about today. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This helps others find the show so we can all grow and learn together. 
can't wait to get together again soon.